You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie! What's on your mind? It's the Yatay! Bon It's the Yatay! Give him a little butt rock spin on that. It's the Yatay! <laughs> Scott Stapp in this bitch. Yatay! Dude, I don't know if it's me just getting older, but like, I, I almost feel weird saying this, but uh, yeah, Creed wasn't that bad. Dude, you know what? It's funny. Carl's got something to say, too. When I do his impression all the time, he yells at me. He says, Yo, asshole, I don't fucking sound like that. And then he fucking screams at me all the time. <laughs> That's amazing. But he, we've been actually, we were talking about that in a, we're in a group chat. It's me and my wife, Carl, and, and his wife. And his yeah. wife has been rocking out like all the butt rock or the cock rock or whatever you want to call it. And Creed, she's like totally into Creed. And I was like listening to it the other day. Can you take me higher i'm like wow that's actually it's actually not bad <laughs> that's not a dude, bad record dude i had like heat with creed you know when they first came out because i was like man they sound like i first when i first heard uh what was that uh should have been dead on a sunday morning. what's that should have been dead on sunday let me see uh pod squad help us out by the way pod squad's here uh patreon.com slash one of the meanies on the house uh, my own uh, prison is the name of the I song. Know, when I first heard "My Own Prison," I swear to God, I was on Thirteenth and Snyder driving down the street, and I heard "My Own Prison." I went, "Oh, new Pearl Jam." <laughs> I gotta find it. I gotta find Don't this. Don't call me God. <laughs> Just put some marbles in there. You ever seen Trey Parker's when impression you of are uh, with me? I'm free. free. I'm kidding. I'm Have you ever seen? You ever Will seen? fly. <laughs> Creed is like borderline South Park. It is, dude. I was just gonna say. Have you ever seen Trey Parker's impression of uh, fucking of uh, God Pearl Jam's lead singer uh, Eddie Vedder? It is yeah, so fucking funny. <laughs> and that's why I thought Creed was Pearl Jam. And that's so the name good. of the show. That's, uh, why, that's why I thought Creed was Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously. And then uh, I was like, oh, fuck these guys, right? Because I'm a huge Pearl Jam mark. 
And but I almost turned on. I'm I almost turned heel on Pearl Jam. Why? Over over Last Kiss. I just got. I was like, yeah. That like, I've, when I first, I I'm a day one Pearl Jam fan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I saw the uh, unplugged. I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing, right? Shout out to my friend Nick Calabrese, who I haven't seen since high school, and I've, I've been trying to find that guy. And he's the guy who's like, "Have you ever heard of Pearl Jam?" I was like, "No," and he had me watch Unplugged, and I was like, "Oh," and like we were best buds in high school, and then when, you, know, you graduate and you lose touch, and yeah, I'm trying to find the guy. To, you know, hey, what's up, dude? Fucking ghost, man. I don't know where he's at, but uh, yeah, like I, I was, I'm a day one Pearl Jam fan, fucking. All of it. I was buying the bootlegs. I was buying the albums. I was buying the T-shirts, and then uh, Last Kiss like invited in all the people who probably don't like Pearl Jam, but they like that song. I was going out to see bands a lot, so I'm like, I was going to see this band called Bonehead, uh, local uh, cover band, but they eventually got signed as Familiar Forty Eight. Mm. Uh, they had a couple. They had a pretty good album. Well, they had a lot of great songs, but good, good album. So, like, I would go see them, and then in between, they would play music in between sets. And anytime they played Last Kiss, I was just like, oh. Uh, and just everybody just, everybody just saying, nah. I'm like, oh. Pearl, yeah, Pearl, yeah. But then, you know, I got over it. Yeah. And I'm still, still a Pearl Jam fan. But, uh, yeah. Now that I'm 50, um, like yeah, uh, my sacrifice, you know, because they did that WWE video. What were those those videos? The um, oh yeah, like the vignettes or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, they did one for uh, you know as much as I hate Kid Rock now, but back <sighs> then with the uh, Lonely Road, Road of Faith video, they did yeah. for WWE, and then they did my sacrifice with uh, with uh, Creed. And then uh, shout out to uh, the Doozy podcast. Oh, God, Will those guys Sato. are so good. Will Sasso and Chad Colchin, they did a live show that they just put on their uh, Patreon. And they come out to, uh, came out to uh, My Sacrifice, but they you know, changed the lyrics to It's Doozy Live. But <laughs> I'll say this, like the opening chords to My, my Sacrifice, I'm sitting there on my couch and I kind of went... <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did I just get emotional for fucking Creed? Did I just, just like, did this happen? Am I, it's, it's, for Creed? It's a, it's a clemped. I, I, I forgot my allergy medicine today. A little, uh, is this little 50? Is this 50? Dude, I went to the new Skechers store in South Philly. I went and bought slip on shoes. What the fuck is wrong with me? You got two more years to sign up for AARP, man. You'll be good. Dude, I am in AARP. Oh, dude, you're a fucking step ahead of the game, man. You're great, I dude. I leapfrogged the fucking Velcro fucking shoes and got uh, this the straight up slip-ons. I don't blame you, dude. I mean, you're 50. Like, that's kind of comes with the territory, right? It's like, okay, you cross that threshold, you hit that metric, slip-on shoes. What's, yeah. Like, you earned it, man. You earned that shit. I like, I like them, but I don't like the way they look with my fucking socks. So I'm like, man, should I just start buying black socks to fit these shoes? Because it's uh. kind of... So is it like I the white? So is it like the South Philly John look with the slip-ons and the whites? The whites like half calves. I'm South Philly. It's by law required that you wear ankle. I ankles. forgot. I forgot my bylaws today. I was I was studying them. Nah, I haven't gone that far to get the socks and sliders yet. But <laughs> and the fuck and the and the cool whip bowl haircut you put over your fucking head. 
the fucking Dutch boy. <laughs> John the Baptist. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Who goes to the barber and is like, give me the fucking cool whip, Glenn. And I think when, you know, you're 80 and stuff, well, you, there's, there's a certain, there, there's a certain hue of red hair that you have to get. <laughs> yes. Like in just, South the, just the tip. Yeah. Oh my like God. This, this hue of art. And then you got to shave off your eyebrows and go on back on. <laughs> That's the biggest self rib. I can literally see all of these people that we're describing walking down the street. I'm related South to half Philly. of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had an Aunt Peggy who did that shit. <laughs> and if they're not in South Philly, you'll find them in Croydon, with my, where my family is. Holy yeah. shit, dude. That is fucking great, man. Now, I've been, I've been listening to Creed in the car. I got my Sirius XM back and like uh, Sirius XM station Turbo. They play yeah, a lot of... Shit. Oh, sure. shit. Look at them. I mean, they're, they're neat looking. Right? They look comfortable they're, as fuck, though, dude. Yeah. Skechers. Do they have the, the padding? Like, do they have the, the foot support inside? Yeah, they got the uh, the memory. Oh, there. shit, dude. Yeah, uh, This is for the uh, Patreon exclusive. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Mini. You can see Mini's brand new shoes with the memory foam and the narrow fit. Oh, you're a narrow fit guy. Dude, which is weird because I was always like a wide foot guy. I have such I a like, hard time finding shoes. I'm an eight and a half wide, and I used to buy them like a size up because a lot of times they're so tight around my feet, it's constricting. I'm in size 14. I'm a fucking Sasquatch. Man, dude. I don't want to. a fucking Sam Squanch. I don't want to be on the business end of that anytime soon. Holy shit, dude. Dude, dude I go to walk down the beach and paleontologists take fucking molds <laughs> of my feet. Just fucking. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Here we see the big footed blue. Yeah. On the beach today. <laughs> I was trying to think of funny, something funny saying I could. Uh, uh, yeah, South oh 14, triple E. But wow, I got my mom's good hair and horrible feet. Mm. Yeah, I have a, I have a, like sort of high arches, not as high as my brother Matt. His are like fucking so big, but my feet. I, oh, I have no hurt. arches. Yeah, I'm flat footed. Damn. Mm. Like the military would say, nah. Dude, Luch is in here saying size sixteen. Holy shit! Shaquille O'Neal in here. Motherfucker could stomp out a forest fire. <laughs> he, he could kill five birds with, with one shoe. That's crazy. Excuse, excuse me, officer. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it down the hallway, man. Good Two lord. Stops. That's good shit, man. Also, I want to give a I want to give a quick shout out. We were just talking about it. I want to give a shout out again. I know I did it last week, but uh, Carl's wife Cat has a great uh, jewelry business called Wild Ride Silver. You can find nice. her on Instagram. She makes a lot of really amazing turquoise and really cool stones. She sources them all, and she makes them all right there in her house. So follow her on Instagram, Sweet. Wild Ride Silver, if you want to pick something up. Uh, they go really fast, so make sure you do that. But I had to give her a shout-out because we were talking about Creed. But, bro, another controversial <laughs> statement right here I'm about to make when we're talking oh, about Creed. Nice. We're living on the edge, pal. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking riding the lightning now, brother. Um, Nickelback. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, bro. Listen to me like I'm like I'm Russo. I'm just saying, Nickelback is not that bad. No, I think they got a bummer. No. I mean, look, it's Dimebag Daryl fucking co-signs them and does a record with them. You know who fucking co-signs Nickelback? Fucking uh, Jerry Cantrell from House and Chains. Right. He gets up on stage and jams with them. That's what I'm saying, man. I think they just got a bad rap because people were like 
over the cock rock sound, you know? Well, I think people tried to give him the winger treatment, and yeah. it, just, it just didn't work. It, it backfired. You know, you can say you get hate Nickelback all you want, but somebody's buying the fucking records. And somebody's buying it. The same thing with Limp Bizkit, man. I found a super deep cut the other day. There was this movie in the 90s called End of Days. Do you remember that movie with yeah. Schwarzenegger? Yeah. yeah. So they had this, like, crazy, this killer fucking soundtrack. It was Corn, Everlast, Eminem. Uh, I know Guns what you're about to say, I think. What's that? I think I know what you're about to say. But go ahead. Guns N' Roses did a record on there, and there was this record on there called Crushed. And I rediscovered it again after a couple of years because I forget about it for a while. But it's just like, it's not on any of their other records. Like, it's not on their greatest hits or anything. It's just there that exists in the ether. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about how dope this was. And it's just Fred yeah. and Lethal doing a, doing a cut. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these guys, like, they sell out fucking uh, stadiums and, and fucking big, uh, you know, everything. Like, of, people want to listen to this shit. Yeah, fucking uh, the song I thought you were going to mention, which you didn't, but it's... They did a uh, song for a movie, and like Halle Berry was in the video for. Uh, they did a cover of the Who's "Behind Blue Eyes." Yes, yeah, man. Which, which had like a really cool like speak and spell part at the end of it. Yeah, whatever. yeah, that's and a. Like, that's a Fred was in there with a Halle Berry or something like that in the video. I forgot what movie it was for. But. My God, what was the name of it? Gothica was the name of it, I think. Hold on, I'll tell I you right know. now. I think it was yeah, the one with Robert Downey Jr. because it was two thousand and three. So I'm heading to the Google machine right now. Pod Squad, you can let me know if Fred I'm Durst right. Would be a good, Fred Durst would be a good wrestling manager. Oh, for sure. Oh my God, he would be. Yeah. He would kill it, man. Dude, uh, he's a funny guy. Like if I've seen interviews with him, and he's just off the top of his head funny. Like, like he'll just riff off of shit, and you're just like, that's fucking. I got to meet him once. I met the. I met Fred uh, when I was buddies with uh, the Saliva guys. Mm. I went to see him at the House of Blues in uh, <clears throat> Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood, and, baby. And uh, Fred was back there with the uh, drummer. I can't think of his name. Off John Otto. Take him to yeah. the Matthews Bridge. And, uh, you know, me and we, I was, you know, the best way to you know, start conversations, uh, we have a mutual friend. Yeah. Which was uh, Travis, who, uh, I can't believe, I can't think of his name. He used to wrestle in WWE, but uh, Travis Tomko, mm. uh, he was their bodyguard for a little bit, and uh, they're both from Jacksonville. So that opened up a door for a conversation. We got a good conversation for about like thirty minutes. That's know, awesome, man. Shooting the shit, cool dude. And he went and watched the show from the crowd, which was kind of cool. He just went out on the floor and just watched saliva from the crowd. Oh, that's sick, you man. Know? Yeah, good dude. <laughs> I um I got to meet him from once. What I met of him? What's that? From from this sh short period of time, I I was with him. He was a good dude. So. I met him in two thousand and two. So God, that was twenty one years ago already. Fuck. It <clears throat> might have been around the time I met him. And yeah. they were looking for their new guitarist because Wes had left the band. Yeah. And uh, amazing guitar player, by the way, he's great. Oh yeah, Wes Borland's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, underrated. And, and uh, I was in Plymouth meeting Pennsylvania. And they were at the guitar center. They were doing the whole, you know, the guitar people or whatever. And I just so happened to be like, I guess their tour bus was there or that had shown up at some point for him to do like the stuff. And I just so happened to be standing like in the general area. And I had this fucking point and shoot. And uh, I was actually, I was a, I was a um, uh, journalist in high school. I wrote for the, the local newspaper. So they sent me up there to cover it as it was. I was like, dope. This is great because I'm a big fan. 
and ended up getting a photo with him. And he was just like a super cool dude. He was standing out there signing autographs for some fucking mob of people. He must have been out there for an hour just talking to people and shooting the shit. Really cool guy. He's somebody that gets a real bad rap. But I, I've, as far as people I've met that have met him, have had wonderful experiences. And he did this cool interview, which I'm not, I'm not big on him anymore like I used to be. But Bill Maher had uh, Fred. Yeah. On his podcast recently, I listened to the whole thing. It was great. I thought Fred was. That's the interview I was talking about. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. He has what? Well, I know he's a polarizing guy, but he has a non-politic podcast where it's called Club Random, where they just talk about anything. Yeah, and uh, like the non-politic stuff is like I, I stay with. I don't care what side anybody's on. I just stay away from it because it's just it's not good, you know, for anybody. You know, it's it's weird, but. uh the conversation was fucking fantastic. He had a really good interview with Lars Ulrich too. But uh, yeah, the Fred Durst interview. Fred was fucking killing me. I was fucking howling. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm not even. It's like every ever hear something funny, you try to repeat it. It's not as funny as the, yeah. the person who said. Yeah, I'm not going to even bother. But it's like when I try to do an impression of Carl, and he hits me with a no asshole. I don't fucking sound like that. And I'm like, then I feel bad because I can't fucking I can't repeat him that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eddie Murphy had that good bit where he's like, you know, people come up to me and tell the jokes, and, the, uh, and then he said, "Goony goo goo," <laughs> you know. Meanie, yes, sir. Summer's coming. Are you aware of that? Oh, I am such a summer person. I can't wait to be on the beach. And what better way to be on the beach and uh, with the start of the summer season with a question, Meanie? Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? Uh, the question is not if my if I'm ready is if other people's ready to see my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to be excited to see your body this summer, thanks to Manscaped, because yes. they are here to ensure that your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with the Austin Powers chest hair. And if you grew some winter man tits, the least you can do is make sure that you're hairless. Because trust me, guys, we're all there right now. It was a tough winter, okay? It's time to get ready for Hot Guy Summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping using the promo code MINDMEANY at checkout. Manscaped Meanie, I'm not sure if you know, is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the performance package 4.0. And Meanie, I want to know how you are getting ready for your summer body this year using Manscaped's products. Well, you know, uh, you know, it's summer. You know, I'm going to be busting out the half shirt and Daisy Dukes when I go out about town. The uh, performance package 4.0 is awesome. Uh, the lawnmower uh, 4.0 not only is it waterproof, but it's good for uh, down below. And then, hey, you might have a little bit of unwanted back hair too that uh, you might want to get rid of as well. You know, a lot of people don't think about the back hair, and that's perfect for there. But the crop, or, you know, the crop preserver, the crop reviver, we, you know. The, you know, my, I'm going to be uh, turning 50 pretty soon. Uh, I need that weed whacker 2.0 to get the uh, the old nose hair and ear hair, so I don't look like Abe Goat over here. <laughs> well, make sure those Daisy Dukes are looking official and fresh uh, by using the kit. This package performance package 4.0 mini comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations or formulations rather to round out your grooming routine because ladies it's not just about 
Little John and the East Side Boys. That's right. You, sometimes you miss the gooch. And you got to get up in there with the gooch and the lawnmower 4.0. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. I love these reeds. Their trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair on loose skin and reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bald enough. Inside the performance package, you'll find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful it can be when you're wearing your bathing suit or if in me's case you're wearing them daisy dukes out there at the beach you're going to get a little chafing and just like you said no one likes them nose hair sticking out of your face so the package also comes with the weed whacker 2.0 you'll also get two free gifts the shed travel bag which is a 39 dollars value add and the patented high performance reduced chafing manscape boxers and if you're wearing sandals no need to fret meanie because you'll get the manscape shears 2.0 nail kit top to bottom you're going to look fresh as hell since zero ad thanks to manscapes products having the right tools for the job is essential do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job so go to manscape.com right now and save 20 percent off plus free shipping by using the promo code mindmeanie that's manscape.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping by using the code mindmeanie your balls will thank you meanie i want to thank you and i want to thank manscape for sponsoring the program Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a great podcast. You should check it out. I listened to it. I, I think it was in one sitting I went through it. But, yeah, Fred's the kind of guy that just seems like he's just excited to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just like the kind like, it doesn't sound like. I'm sure fame probably got to him at some point. He was in the biggest rock band in the entire world, but like, well, that's what he, he kind of went away for a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, he took a break, and now they're touring in Europe. I, I would love to go see them again. I saw them at the Electric Factory, which is my favorite venue in the city, and they were fucking, yeah. they fucked, they were great. I, I'd go see them. Well, the next time they Electric come to town, Factory. guess what we're doing? <laughs> Mimi and Adam Patreon exclusive at the Limp Biscuit show, hopefully. The- Electric Factory is a great fucking venue. Yeah, dude. even though it's, a, it's a, they changed name as Franklin Music Hall now, but uh, yeah, it's, it's such. A, I saw fucking uh, saw Ramstein there. Wow, in this that small of a fucking place. Imagine oh, that. Shit, you saw Ramstein at the Electric Factory in the nineties at the Electric Factory. I saw. All, I forgot who opened, but I also saw like Marilyn Manson there too. Wow, amazing. That was like in late nineties. So, oh, like right at the peak of his career. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think I was still in WWE. Crazy. And that, yeah. One of the coolest shows I saw, here's one of the coolest shows I saw at the Electric Factory. So, um, again, I'm friends with the band Bonehead, right? Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they were sponsored by Bud Light. And uh, they would get gigs, open up for national acts. And they would get to play their originals, which is kind of cool. So... Uh, I was talking to my friend Scott, Scotty Bonehead, Scott Pistolnik, but I call him Scotty Bonehead, uh, who I'm still friends with to, to this day. And uh, he's like, yeah. Uh, I forget what, it was like a weeknight. It was like, yeah, Wednesday we're open up for the cult at the electric factory, but it's, it's a secret. It's like, really? He's like, yeah, it's uh, back then it was uh, the Bud Light uh, blind date contest where they fly a bunch of contest winners from all around the country to a, a venue, and they don't know who's going to play until the band hits the stage. 
Oh. <clears throat> so I said, yeah, we're open for the cult. I'm like, oh, shit. So uh, I reached out to one of my WWE contacts. Uh, I was like, hey, man, there's this concert, secret concert at the Electric Factory. You think you can get me in? He's like, let me try. So he calls you. Yeah, you got two tickets. You're good. I got two tickets and a laminate, which I still have on the wall over there. Somewhere. Oh, shit. That's super cool, man. So here's the cool thing. Like, I love kayfabe, so I know who's playing. So I show up knowing who's playing, and everybody in the building doesn't know who's playing. <laughs> and it's the cult, right? So Matt Sorm, who is, uh, who is the original drummer, well, one of the original drummers for the cult, uh, also played in Guns N' Roses. Mm. So somebody saw, somebody loaded in a road case that said Guns N' Roses. <laughs> you know, early in the day. So the rumor was, you know, Guns N' Roses is playing. Right? So uh, I'm listening to every theory. I ran into my, fr- I ran into my friend Joey Campbell from the Bonehead, uh, from uh, Swamp Candles. Yeah. Because he went and saw the cult in New York the night before. And uh, he would, he ran into the Billy Duffy, the guitar player, outside the, the Roseland Ballroom. And he was like... And uh, Billy was like, yeah, we have this secret show in Philly, whatever. And I don't know how Joey got his tickets, but you know, so me and Joey are there, and we know who's playing. Everybody else doesn't know. And, like, he was trying to start a rumor. He's like, I think it's docking. You know, just, <laughs> just you the know. bullshit see how far it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, you know, telephone, you know, the game of telephone. <laughs> <clears throat> so... Uh, Electric Factory, pretty packed, legendary venue. Ladies and gentlemen, your blind date band is The Cult. And I love The Cult. Me and Joey are big, huge fucking cult marks, and we're like screaming like it's the Beatles coming to America. (laughs) But like the whole rest of the fucking Electric Factory is like, ah. They thought it was going to be Guns N' Roses because somebody saw Matt Sorum's fucking drum uh, uh, kit. His gearbox get loaded in. So they come out. And uh, we're, we're, we're fucking rock and rolling, you know. And, and, like, me and Joey worked our way to the front. So we turn around and, like, it's basically, like, two rows of people. And they're still playing the gig. Like, it's fucking packed. And it's like we had our own private show with the cult. That's kind of cool. sick, man. That's and super it's cool. Like a, like a super cool memory, you know. And I was like, "Oh, this is fucking amazing," you know. You know, you always hear people paying, you know, six figures to have a private show with so and so at their, you know, birthday birthday party. Yeah. Well, shit, I just fucking snug. Hey, I got comps into a to see <laughs> one of my favorite bands in the cult. That's amazing, dude. Play a secret show, and by the end of the show, is just us. So uh, <clears throat> there's a seat, and you know, if you uh, been to enough shows at the Electric Factory slash. Uh, Frankly, musical. Franklin musical. Thank you. If you go around like the side of the building and just hang out and act cool, like nobody will really fuck with you, and you'll get a chance like to meet the bands and stuff like that. So me and Joey went around the side. We're just hanging out, bullshitting, you know, just not fucking with anybody. So uh, Ian Asbury, the singer from the Cole, comes out. Billy Duffy comes out, and. Uh, Super cool. We just had a couple conversations and shit like that. And the roadies gave out a couple like drum heads. Oh, that's cool, man. And uh, I got a, a cult drum head signed by the band. 
awesome. And who, yeah, whoever their their bass player was, who whose name escapes me, played bass on the Porno for Pyro's album. Oh, okay. You know, part with uh, Perry Farrell, but yeah, it was a really cool experience. I I got photos with him somewhere. Uh, I hate the way my hair looks, but you know, it's just. <laughs> It's like I had just cut my hair off, and I was in that in-between phase of like it kind of being long, and I'm trying to look cool, and I look like a dick. But <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking dickhead haircut. Yeah, I'm over here like a dickhead. <laughs> look like a Roman war helmet. <laughs> he got the Dutch boy cool whip. Yeah, I never heard yeah. of the cool whip. It's fucking cool whip. It's it? so fucking, it is so on point. It's like, I can literally visualize this person. That's South Philly Tupperware, man. Cool whip, empty <laughs> uh, cool whip. Oh, you want some salad? You're just uh, a cool whip. Go get, my, go get my good cool whip. <laughs> that or a country crock. You, know? oh you get a, a fucking empty thing of fucking country crock. That's, that, that's good fucking Tupperware. I'm, I'm, I just flashed back so hard to my grandmother's house and a whole fucking cabinet full of cool right? containers and fucking country crap and all the other shit that she used to save that we would just eat out of in the summertime, man. I just fucking... <laughs> a cool whip fucking thing makes a good cereal bowl, man. It, you get a lot of fucking... Yeah. You get more cereal, you know, if you're a fat fuck like me. Just, I used to eat... Uh, I'd sit on the couch and let it sit on your belly and eat some cereal out of a cool whip fucking dish. We used to put the ice cream back into it and sit outside by the pool and fucking eat it. Oh my god, oh, man! Yeah. Holy shit, that's a good memory right there. Yeah, Listen, Mimi, the fucking logos worn off. <laughs> we're about twenty five minutes into the show and we still haven't cracked our seltzers, which we should. I know we're coming oh up god, on Ask yeah. Mini soon, but I'm parched, brother. I got I some more thirsty. Aldi fake shit. What'd you bring today? So, uh, a little inside baseball is Friday night, eight thirty two. Uh, well, me and Mrs. Me, after we're done recording this, going to McCusker's, and I'm going to uh, put on a good primer coat. Oh. Uh, and I got uh, there's a local soda in Connecticut called Fox and Park. Mm. It's like they're uh, like how we had Frank's here in Philly, kind of like that. But it's Fox and Park Hard Soda White Birch. Nice. That sounds by amazing. Thim- by Thimble Island. So if you're Connecticut, you can find this out. At the, as they say in Connecticut, at the package store. <laughs> they don't have beer stores, they have package stores. So I'm going to, uh, and this, I've had a few of these. These, these are dangerous. <laughs> I'll have to grab one from you next time I see you. Here we go. Sandman, that yeah. shit. Three, two, one. There she is. Got that nice little oh. spritz back beforehand. Pinkies up, ladies. Fucking dangerous. So good, dude. Just, I, I also got a cannon to dry fucking as a uh, buffer. You want to mix, you want to get in between there. You want to make sure everything, you know, fills out. <sighs> dude, look. So, last Saturday went to McCusker's, right? And, uh, oh, shout out to uh, Farpoint Toys and Collectibles. Mm. I meant to I ask you, there. how'd that go? It went, went there last Saturday. They had their, it's a toy show, toy show. Fantastic. You know, uh, it's free to attend, free to vent. So if you uh, call up and reserve, you can get a free table and sell whatever you want. And, and they uh, had me there. And it was cool being the only wrestler there and stuff like that. But, um, where was, oh, yeah. So we went there. 
got back to Philly. We're like, ah, you know what? Let's let's go to McCusker's on a Saturday night. So I post a photo. And I, it, we got there early, and uh, it's, it's it's not. We I'm not used to being at McCusker's while the sun's still out. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, let me start off with some water. <laughs> let me uh, get some waters in me. So I was like, hey, Dougie, you know, feed me a couple waters. I'm drinking waters, waters, waters. Get my first PBR. And uh, anytime I go to McCusker's, I set up uh, my shot of the my my beer and my money, yep. and uh, fucking uh, hold my calls. Well, the water happened to be in the shot, so I was like, "Ah, oh, PBR and a water chaser." Ugh. Like, oh, fuck you! Yeah. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I'm trying to be responsible here by having some. Uh, the water, like, like if I'm watching something, if I'm watching a sporting event and I get a little nervous, I want to reach for something and drink it real quick. Yeah. You get a water, instead of, like, chugging beers and getting hammered real quick, you grab a water, you can, you know, that can substitute your fucking need to grab something, you know, something alcoholic and drink it. And uh, the other night, I posted a photo of my, my beer and with uh, my money, which was, like, my first of the night, I put a 20 down. He hadn't taking my money so i was like pbr is 20 dollars now what i was like come <laughs> on man don't make me regret being on social media <laughs> let's be serious for a second guys find yourself in the person posting shoes and imagine you reading what you're saying from somebody else's perspective and go is it funny yeah. So if you know, it's like, oh, it's like, come on, man. El, yeah. Elmo's, uh, Elmo's Hellscape Bird app is like the worst place on the planet now, brother. Uh, but yeah, this fucking. I just took one fucking sip, and I'm fucking feeling it, brother. Oh fuck, feeling it. I just lost my cat. Hold on, we got to get my monkey feet here and grab it. Ew! <laughs> Picked it up with you're my nose. Now you're gonna get trench mouth. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Athlete's mouth. <laughs> You'll be talking like Marv Albert. Yes, yes. You see, I'm as I'm as uses characters. See, he says these things, but he says them through a character. <laughs> and he says he goes, "You got to practice it, okay?" WNBC. 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 The WNBC. We used to do. I, th I think I hear. I think I hear what you're saying. I think I hear it. I think I'm, I think I got WNBC. <laughs> now Howard, you big time New York guys. <laughs> what a great flick, man! Fucking. I snuck vomit. in this. I snuck in to see that uh, private parts. Like uh, I have a buddy Greg, who I, everybody has seen. They just don't. Know, they don't know they've seen him. Greg Greenland. He was. He's like all the wrestlers know him. Mm. Uh, he 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 made his way on the WWE TV. Like he would hang out in the back, and he might have been one of the doctors Ultimate Warrior threw up on. But um, really, yeah, Greg's had a life. Wow. But uh, Greg and his friend Chuck, they're like, yeah, this is how Greg talks. Yeah, I hear uh, you know, Howard Stern. They're doing a screen for Howard Stern at. Uh, what's that mall? Nishamini Mall? Yeah. Mall? Up there in Bucks County. Yeah. No, uh, no, uh. Or is it Oxford Valley? Dude, it's right below. Oh my God. 
Northeast Philly. Uh, Mills Franklin, Mall. Franklin, Franklin Mills. Mills. Yeah, the uh, Franklin Mills Mall. I think we're going to... And he drove up from Baltimore to do this. He lives in Baltimore, so he drove... It's like, pick me up. We'll, we'll go. So uh, we walk in, we're like... We walk into the... You know, they're doing the... Pre- and you need a, like, a special ticket again. And we just... Like I've said, walk in like you belong. Right? Yeah. So we walk in there. Uh, sir, you have your ticket? Oh, well, you know... Uh, uh, it's here. Yeah, I forgot what lines he did, but like, fuck it. We stood the whole movie, but they're like, ah, fuck it. We'll just let him stand here. And we stood <laughs> in the back of the theater and watched private parts at the uh, Franklin Mills Mall movie theater. That's amazing. So weird. It's, yeah, it's walking like you belong. <laughs> we, used to do, we did that once with my dad. We went and did fucking movie hops. I think we saw four movies in one day. Like, oh, yeah. You know, just fuck it. That's what he said. You just, you just walk in and pretend like you're just. You just bought a ticket. Just fucking walk in. They're not going to check. What the fuck do they care? During the fucking afternoon, go to, like, to the early matinee. Fucking walk out. Go get some fucking... Your movie's over. Go get some popcorn and candy. Come back. Walk in the next one like you're just fucking going there for the first time. <laughs> early movies are fucking empty. Uh-huh. You just sit down. Just sit anywhere. You think some fucking teenagers going to fucking break break somebody's balls? They're just going to clean it up just to get the fuck out of here. They're trying to avoid the uncomfortable conversations. Well, yeah, they're. I say this because I I say this because I've been a teenager. <laughs> just uh, just don't look at me. Uh, I'm just cleaning up the popcorn. And, uh, just let me be on my fucking way, man. Let me get done here and get out of here. <laughs> Their foot stuck in that fucking popcorn butter on the floor. <laughs> The rubber's just melting to the butter. Or to the, the rubber is melting to the butter on the floor. Nasty. Why's this popcorn, bo- why this popcorn box got a hole in it? <laughs> I was just going to fucking go there. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened here? <laughs> We're on one tonight, in- ladies and gentlemen. We're on one. Was there a mouse in here? <laughs> 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 what he did was he stored this hot dog at the bottom of the fucking uh, popcorn container. He didn't have to carry too much shit at one time. Surprise! Isn't <laughs> 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 that shit hot? Like, why yeah. would you do something like that? <laughs> and warm hot? too. Yeah. <laughs> one one misplaced kernel. <laughs> You're putting somebody's eye out. <laughs> You're just shot, man. You're just fucking done. Oh my yeah. god. Well. <laughs> oh god, this is a good one. I like this. This is good shit, friends. Hope you're enjoying yes, the show so far. Uh, thank you for sticking around while we're we're hooting and hollering yeah. over here. Um, did you get a chance to watch any wrestling programming this week? I saw your interview with uh, with Nick Hausman. Was yeah, uh, shout just out released. to Nick Hausman. Yeah, Nick's a good dude. Uh, shout out to Nick too, because um, he did a, a post that I, you know, after we're done interview, I, I, I appreciate. He uh, posted about like mental health. Oh, it's great. And uh, he's a he, he's like us. He's a mental health advocate, and uh, you know, <clears> talking <throat> about how he, he went to therapy and so he, you know therapy helps and stuff like that. So I really appreciate that. But yeah, me and Nick always have a good conversation, and uh, today I. An excerpt came out from uh, that interview where my theory of why Brock Lesnar jumped Cody, and I, I'm sure we've talked about it on here. Where yeah. I, my, my my theory is that Brock, since Brock 
can't legally get another title shot against Roman, he's doing everything he can to make sure Cody's tough enough to beat Roman when they face each other the next time. Kind of like a tough love kind of thing. Right. And, uh, yeah, that, that came out today, which is cool. So shout out to Nick, uh, for the interview. And, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, I watched some wrestling. I saw some of the, uh, Crown Jewel, uh, which is, it was a good show. Yep. Um, but this, been hectic hectic this week between doing the toy show and a bunch of other things and uh i heard nxt was amazing yeah yeah it was really uh, i've heard i mean the carmelo hayes and uh brom breaker match was unreal just fucking unreal i saw the <clears throat> uh, i saw some of the AEW pay-per-view up until the six man so i need to finish that but uh you know uh, it was a good wrestling weekend all all in all if you're a wrestling fan, yeah, yeah. I mean, lots of lots of big news too. Our uh, our friend from Chicago is officially coming back. Which oh, yeah. who the fuck didn't see that coming from a mile and a half away? I mean, yeah. the doy as soon as they as soon as they booked <laughs> the United Center, like of course they was like, come on. But yeah. um, Jimmy Uso <clears throat> also fucking super kicked the shit out of Roman Reigns, and it feels like the bloodline. As we're recording right now, it's Friday night. Uh, it's 8.48 p.m. in the year of our Lord, 2023. And uh, SmackDown is currently airing. But it sounds like they're saving the segment with Roman till the end of the show. So um, looking forward to so, seeing that, man. But The bloodline is starting to clot. You know. It is. Yeah. It's a, that was interesting. Uh, totally wasn't expecting that. You know, uh, but... Definitely be interested to see where it leads to tonight. So uh, we hop off here. Uh, I'll, I'll catch up on what they did on uh, SmackDown as we record this. So yep, yeah. Typically, uh, been doing. You know, it's it's uh, it's interesting to see it finally sort of coming together. And I like that somebody pulled uh, some clips of Cody talking about how it was going to. You know, like Jimmy's going to leave, and then Jay's going to leave, and then Solo's gone. And it's. I think that's really what they're building to is eventually down the line they're going to build and Roman will be by himself finally and, and Cody will get the win. But yeah, it's, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan right now. I'm excited to see Collision. I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking out that show and, and seeing what they do with it and lots of good stuff. When, when, when does Collision start? June 17th, I believe, is the first oh, okay. show. I someone okay. can you, Don't fact check me, bro, but I think... Uh, well, that's why we got the pod squad here for. That's right. You can, you can fact check us and watch us live and do our fun hand motions and you can watch me piss myself from laughter. So, if you subscribe to the Pod Squad and our Patreon, you are free to fact check, check us. So, I, dude, was that that can just fucking totally fucking? Did you drink it all already? Yeah, I'm done. Wow, holy shit! You're not kidding. That shit is I sounds amazing. I, I, can't, I can't say uh, podcast or Pod Squad. <laughs> First to say with my new mouth. Yeah, fucking hey. Can you imagine us doing a drunk show together? Holy shit. Mm. <laughs> hey, it's Adam. What the fuck you want? So anyway. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Pearl Jam! Rickets, am I right? <laughs> just, it's just an hour and a half of us singing, talking as if we're Scott Stapp and Eddie Feather. <laughs> My sacrifice. <laughs> Hello, my friend. We'll meet again. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to dig up that clip, but Jess Margera was on my show back when I was on the college radio, and he was we were talking about Limp Bizkit. He's like, dude, I miss Limp Bizkit. It's like ninety four one just went off the air, and it's like, oh, why is this happening? It's like maybe people don't want to hear Even Flow thirty times a day. Uh, <laughs> so every time Even Flows on the radio, I'll text him. <laughs> I'm like your your records on, man. I know you love this. He's like, stop it, leave. Me alone. <laughs> oh yeah, oh Even Flow. <laughs> it's just vomiting. But te- technically, technically, WYSP is is still alive and digital form because if you have like a one of those high def radios you could get uh wysp over the air on digital radio really it like if you have a hd radio you know they'll have 94.1 which is wip and then there's 94.1-2 which is wysp so you can listen to just there's no djs but they have the WYSP, and then you pour some sugar on me. Oh my God! It's an Odyssey. It's an uh, Odyssey station. Or you can stream it. Yeah, what? if you go in the Odyssey app, there's you know WYSP is on the Odyssey app. So what? if you miss WYSP, you can still just put it on. There's just no DJs. I think they did. They tried to reboot. Uh, Y100, I think, for a while on like Y100 Odyssey or one of those. Over. Y100 was pretty over. There, there's a Y100 like streaming channel or something called Why Not or something like that. That's I was just going to say it's basically there. It's called Why Not Radio. That's and where Preston and Steve was from. Originally. Yeah, yeah. Preston, Preston, Marilyn, and Steve. I think was the original name of the show, or Preston, yeah. Steve, and Marilyn. And then when they jumped to. Well, when Y100 went off the air, they went to MMR, and I don't think yeah. Maryland came along. Uh, for those not from Philly, uh, Y100 uh, was like the alternative station. Really cool, really good station. Yeah. And they would put out these CDs called the uh, Sonic Sessions. Yes. Where <clears throat> they would have bands do like alternative, like live versions of their song. And there's a really good version of uh, Joan Osborne doing her song St. Teresa from the Sonic Sessions. I like it so much, I can't even listen to the original song. Because wow. Joan Osborne's amazing. Like, if you ever listen... I know she came out with that, What if God was... So, like, when... If you're a female and you come out, they make you do this song with, like, this, like, really high QT pop voice, even though you could sing. So, Joan Osborne's an amazing singer, right? But they made her do this... What if God... But like the song Saint Teresa, so fucking soulful. It's like she can, she can belt it. You know, she could. She's an amazing singer. So she did Sonic Sessions, and uh, like when me and Miss Meanie were uh, talking, like I sent her like, you know, you know how you back in the day you'd make a mixtape for somebody. Yeah. Now here's my favorite songs. I made her a CD, uh, a couple CDs. One of a, uh, uh, unreleased Black Crows record. Mm. Uh, that I have, and uh, I sent her like a bunch of songs, and Saint Teresa was on there, and that's kind of like our song. So, oh, that's like, awesome. When we hear, it, we, when we hear it, we think of the you know the early days when we were first courting each other. So, I found a SoundCloud page that has a bunch of the Y100 Philly, like the Y100 archive on it, and really? uh, they have stuff on here. Remember the Festival? 
that they yes. used to do in the festival. Where there were two different events. The festival was like their concert was like um, uh, MMR does something similar to that. It's like the what the, the fuck do they the call it bar, uh, the back uh, the MMRBQ. That's it. Yeah, similar to that. And then the festival, I think that had to do something with Thanksgiving, if I remember correctly, like a like whatever, it was a big whatever, something. Whatever their Christmas one was, I went to their Christmas show, and I saw and I saw Foo Fighters, Oasis, and Beck. Mm. Amazing, and uh, they had a Holy shit. They had a DJ too, but I forget who it was. Wow. But uh, to see those three bands. On one stage and one night was fucking amazing. You know what? Here they have a stinger. Here, listen. Let me see if I can, this will come through. Hold on. Sure. Can you hear it? No. No. Shit. Yeah, it's like a it's a stinger from back in the day, two thousand and two. That's crazy. First time I heard Y one hundred. Well, I was driving. It's like early days of me being a, a wrestling fan, driving to ECW Arena from Atlantic City, and I would. You know, there's a certain point when you're driving from Atlantic City to Philly, you start picking up the Philly stations. Philly stations. Yeah. And I picked up Y100. And I was fucking amazing. I like played everything I liked from Pixies, Pearl Jam. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I'm blanking, but a lot of the, the 90s alternative bands. So They did. Um, oh, here you go. Here's, here's one. I mean, you should be able to hear it now. Hold on. It should play. Last year, we are going to tie Casey to the horse. Preston and Steve attempted to kill Casey Boy with a series of stupid stunts. <laughs> and a cheap ploy to boost their ratings. Oh it's it's 2003. Very painful. And this year, they're going to try it again. It's Preston and Steve's month of stunts. Listen to Adam Bull to hear their maniacal attempts to bring Casey Boy's life ride a bicycle through a sheet of glass to an early year. That's amazing. We're going at about 25 miles per hour. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Look at that thing ride, didn't it? That was so scary. We could tell when you dropped the S-bomb. Wait, I did? Yeah. Yes, you did. Ooh. <laughs> the ultimate reality radio. Only from Philadelphia's new rock. Y100. Crazy dude! I don't think I I haven't heard a Y100 promo in probably twenty years. Almost, almost sounds years. like a almost sounds like an MMR. Yeah, thing. well, yeah. I mean, they have all kinds of great shit on their head. Their legal IDs and the music imagers and stuff. And it looks like the Roots did uh, fucking because that's what I liked so much about Y100. It was like they would play stuff randomly that like you didn't expect on the station, like the Roots or Eminem or something yeah. cool. And um yeah, well, there was like there was that one. There was I, man, it was such a cool fucking time. The late nineties and early two thousands in radio was fucking cool. And it was like yeah. at YSP, MMR, Y one hundred, and then you had WDRE, which was on one hundred three point nine, and they just did whatever the fuck they wanted to do on that station. I saw, man, I saw a bumper sticker on one of my cabinets for WDRE. Oh, so fucking jealous, man. And, and what's cool is they they went from being WDRE they. Became a, a hip hop channel. Yeah, and I said, I said they turned into W Dre. <laughs> but they played, they played rock, they played rap, they played like metal, they, they played, played literally anything. Yeah, just fucking cool. I love that. I God, I love that <sighs> that network. Or that station was usually the one that we had on most times outside of Y one hundred. Then there was a time like 
I think YSP, because Stern used to be on YSP, so we listened to that a lot, but... Yeah. Man. Good. Such good shit. I'll have to send you this link here. I'll Those post were the days. <laughs> I'll post this on the Patreon page. <laughs> nice. Meanie, I got a question for you, brother. Yes, sir. Are you ready to ask me? I would love to. Ask me something. Don't forget, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you may hear them on the program. If we are going to ask them, I'm going to start with our first question from the Pod Squad. Pod Squad member Machete. Machete! The Machete! It's Machete! Von Kill wants to know, Meanie. Yes. Have you listened to the new Foo Fighters album, and what are your thoughts? I am. I currently am in possession of the new Foo Fighters. Uh, I have not listened to it all the way through yet, but what I've heard, you know, from what they've released, I, I love it. Uh, Rescued is amazing. The teacher is lo- surprisingly long, but uh, amazing. And uh, dude, yeah. I kind of want to sit and listen to it like almost by myself with like headphones on, like kind of like I used to do when I would buy buy uh, new music back in the day. But uh, yeah, I definitely I have it. But I haven't listened to it, and just knowing that it's going to probably be pretty heavy in, in spots, you know, with the passing of Taylor. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to watch it or listen to it. Sorry. Uh, in my own headspace, maybe I'll come in here in the studio and you know put on these headphones and listen to it through that. But everything I've heard is fucking great, and uh, I love Josh Freeze as the new drummer too. By the way, they, yeah, uh, they had a special that streamed live for free. I think somebody put it up on YouTube uh, where they introduce Josh as the new drummer and they play a couple songs and they picked the perfect guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really dug. I got to listen to that when it, I think it released the other a couple, a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago now. They they dropped it and it was a surprise. It was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's been on rotation pretty heavily on uh, on uh, Alt Nation on Sirius. And it's just it's a fucking great record, man. Absolutely. Uh, Pod Squad member Vanessa Bello yes. would like to know, Hello, meaning, Vanessa, what are your thoughts on the Chris Candido episode? Of the dark side of the ring. Oh man, talk about another fucking like uh, how I want to listen to the new Foo Fighters by myself because you know I know it's going to be heavy. The fucking that I watched it now it was definitely heavy, but uh, I'll say it was one of the better dark sides because um, uh, you know Chris Chris Candido is a underrated wrestler. Um, an amazing wrestler, a sweetheart of a guy, great guy who got a, a little bit of a raw deal. Um, and if you know, like they say, they they say in the dark side, you know, he traveled the road less. He went down the road less traveled, but the the way wrestling is now is the mo- road most traveled. And if you know he was still with us, he'd probably be a probably still be look amazing and still be able to go with the young kids. And uh, he would definitely be somewhere teaching uh, and mentoring people. Uh, I was fortunate enough to to share a ring with him and uh, a locker room with him. And 
it was a night off. But, uh, you know, just to see, you know, his love for wrestling as a kid, which, you know, was so relatable. And then him sneaking off, you know, to do shows, you know, underage, which you often hear about, you know, especially when it comes to, like, you know, guys like Ray Mysterio working shows at 50, 14, 15, Terry Gordy wrestling at 15, you know, uh, and then, you know, getting in and training and, you know, there's, you know, like anything, you know, his show's called Dark Side for a reason. There was a, you know, he had the downtime, but he was on his way to making a comeback. And just one freak accident uh, with him breaking his ankle uh, took him from us. You know, he... Uh, Broke his ankle, flew home, which uh, in hindsight was probably not the right thing to do. You know, because I could, you know, especially when it comes to blood clots and stuff like that. And that's what, what took him out. Wow. You know? And that's the true heartbreak of it is that he found his peace and kicked his, uh, you know, drug, his painkiller habit. And uh, he was on the road to being Chris again. No, like Lance Storm said, he was he was ready. He, he was in fine. He was in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Chris Candido uh, spirits, which was amazing. And it's just it makes you appreciate life a little bit more because you just don't know, you know, when that time is going to come. And uh, I reached out. I, I'm still in contact with uh, Chris's brother Johnny, and uh, yeah, just you know. Some a little, you know, love you, man, love you, bro. Uh, just because it, 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 you know, he it was brave of him to go and have to relive that story. But uh, like I said, it was, you know, a lot of people get Dark Side of the Ring shit, and mostly it's because of the name of the show. It's called Dark Side of the Ring, and they talk about rough subjects. But look at all the fucking documentaries on Netflix, you know, where there's like. Somebody goes through a dark patch. You know, if the show was called Dark Side, if it's called something else, then I don't think people would have a problem with it. But because they're like, oh, or what, what about light side of the wrestling? Well, there's been some episodes where, you know, you know, there's a, a bow at the end of it. You know, as hard, as harsh as the fucking, uh, Benoit story was, they had that little thing at the end when, you know, David Benoit yeah. reconnects with, uh, Nancy's sister. And they, they bond and heal over after this horrible thing that's happened. You know, with uh, Chris, I mean, the story is rough, but this uh, episode of Dark Side introduces the world who may not have heard of Chris Candido to new eyes. So people go back and reappreciate Chris Candido for the tremendous wrestler that he, he was and still would be if he was still with us. It's a shame I haven't had a chance to check out the episode, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. I always enjoyed his work in the ring. Um, I think it's a shame yeah. he never really got. I feel like he never really got his chance or an opportunity to really shine and really take that because I feel like he could have been in the right circumstances. I feel like he could have been at the top or close to the top. Um, oh, dude, when <clears> fucking uh, with NXT. Yeah. Oh my God. Could no. you imagine? He could have came back and and done something with NXT. Yeah. Either as a coach or in ring, you know, as a surprise, you know. Uh, it's just a shame. It, it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. I, I have no problem admitting that, you know, I shed a couple man tears 
it, it was rough, you know, having to watch Johnny talk about it and watch guys who are <clears throat> guys like Lance Storm and Tom Pritchard break down. Guys who you would never think you would see break down like that. It tells it tells you how special Chris was. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to going back and checking that out. Um, yeah. And checking out the episode. But I'm also looking forward to doing the show with you again next week, sir. Uh, it is yes, always sir. wonderful to do a program with you. <laughs> and uh, I just want to know for people who are listening at this point. Actually, also, too, before we get there, don't forget to, to subscribe. There's that button on the, the right side of your phone as you're listening to the program. Go ahead and hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And tell us how much you like the show. Share it with your friends. Share it with family. Share it with the guy you're getting coffee with at Wawa. Or just yell it at someone. Say, hey, you should listen to the show. And they'll be like, thank you. Um, but make sure you give us a review. Meanie, where can people find you on your social media? If you would like to follow Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, eh, TikTok, at Blue Meanie BWO. If you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social media. To support the Blue Meanie, go to ProSLTVs.com slash Blue Meanie. Get yourself a nice little BWO shirt. If you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Get yourself a, a nice looking uh, logo shirt and wear a pride. Uh, yes, I love that logo shirt done by Hal Haney. Hal's doing the yeah. amazing work. Uh, Colin Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to ProWrestling. Uh, go to ColinElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie, or you could also use coupon code Mind. Save 10% at CollarandElbowBrand.com. Shout out to Rod Hicks. He's doing great great work over there at CollarandElbowBrand.com as well. Uh, if you're a bearded fellow like myself and you want to look good, smell good, go to MadCatBeardCare.com. Get yourself some of the Blue Spruce Beard Oil and Balm. Shout out to my boy Josh Thornton. Doing an amazing job rounding up the kitties in the neighborhood, taking them to the vet, getting them uh, back to health, and releasing them back out into the wild. So... All every dime you spent at madcatbeercare.com goes back right into taking care of the cats. So go uh, go check them out. The Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series One variants of the Blue Meanie that is me are available now. All Series One uh, can be ordered right now at shop dot figurecollections.com. That's shop dot figurescollections dot figures You can get the old school meanie, or you get the BWO meanie. Uh, there are no wrong choices, and the best choice is both. So <laughs> <laughs> go over to uh, shop.figurescollections.com. Uh, to have the blue meanie on your podcast, go to podstars.net. That's P O D S T A R Z.net, and uh, book the blue guy for your podcast. Shout out to Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom Air Air Jordan. B Sorry, let me start over. <laughs> uh, Jim made a three of only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneaker for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. So if you want to see some awesome behind the scenes uh, photos and videos of Jim making these great shoes, go to at GOI Kicks on all forms of social media. Uh, cameo.com slash blue meanie pwo for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. 
Go to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO and let's make somebody's day a little bit better. But most important, uh, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Mastodon, Elmo's Hellscape Bird app. You can find me anywhere at this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. So you can find me there and follow and keep up to date on all the goodness that's happening in this world. You can also listen to my other show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net. Or you can go right to the top of your screen there, and you can click on Premier Podcast Network, and you can find it there, too. You can listen to all the great stuff coming up. I'm doing a fun set uh, right now, revisiting a bunch of my old episodes from back in the day. So you get to hear them cleaned up and crispy for 2023, uh, foundationradio.net. Brothers Gatter. Dot com. You can get the official yeah. licensed Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy. There are only a handful of them left. You can go there now and pick them up uh, with brothersgather.com. You can also get yourself a two-pack. That's right, two-pack meanie. Two-pack mind of the meanie uh, with myself and Blue here. And pick yourself up one right now. Once they're gone, they're gone. There's only going to be 20. There's only 25 made. And once they're gone, that's it. Brothers Gather. Dot com. Don't forget to go to the Feinberg method uh, and use promo code Goober and save up to 20% on your entire purchase. Not just physical well-being, but also mental well-being with my trainer, Brad Feinberg. Trainer to the stars. He's worked with Steve Aoki and also is currently working with Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. The Feinberg method. Dot com. Thanks. Shout out to my friends at the 10th Ward Barbershop in downtown Lawrenceville, right outside of Pittsburgh. Go in there and tell them Goober sent you. Get your hair cut by my man Kane. Uh, you can register your appointment at 10thwardbarbershop.com. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash foundation radio, prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meanie. Pick up a shirt and help keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard home for wayward and troubled youth. Patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. You can go and sign up and become part of our pod squad and be here with us as we uh, make funny faces at you and do fun things on camera that you can't see while you're listening. And then also want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring the program and also the sponsors you heard at the beginning and the end of the show, Meanie. I want to thank you for doing this program every single week. It is always a blast, sir. For the Blue Meanie, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mine. Oh, the Meanie. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is produced by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mind of the Meanie and become our patron on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production, Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Meanie's brain out.